Hello and welcome to another edition of Alternative News on 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital and streaming at 3cr.org.au. Alternative News is produced by the Campaign for International Cooperation and Disarmament on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people. My name is Zachary Doney, CICD member and hospitality worker. It's been a big week, everyone. A big week in a big year. Even the most spineless of liberals have noticed the difference. This show was recorded on Thursday, the 4th of June, to meet deadline. Today's date is the 7th of June, Sunday. 3CR studios are still closed. My apologies if there are glaring omissions in the show. The situation out there is developing rapidly. Yesterday, the 6th of June was the Melbourne Black Lives Matter protest organised by the Warriors of the Aboriginal Resistance and participated in by a broad section of society. This was the biggest protest in Melbourne under any type of social distancing restrictions to date. I hope that the event was a success. I expect there was brutality and probably a lot of fines were handed out by police. Today's show will cover, in part, the current trouble in the Imperial Corps, responses to said trouble, attempts from the Imperial Corps to distract from the dysfunction, and comparing these protests to the Hong Kong protests. Coronavirus news is on hold this week. First up, trouble in the Imperial Corps, namely the protests sparked by the police murder of George Floyd. In response to the, the video of the murder of George Floyd, Minneapolis began protesting, followed by many other cities across the United States and now across the world. Police response to the protests sparked by the police murder of George Floyd have been very heavy. A lot of violence has been used against protesters. This police response constitutes an education into the failures of a liberal political system. Liberalism only works when things are going well. As soon as something goes wrong, the jackboots come out. The police force in the United States is very militarised, but not militarised enough for certain members of the government. The National Guard has been deployed. 62,000 National Guard members are on duty, according to the National Guard Bureau. These troops operate under state active duty orders in cooperation with and somewhat subordinate to state and local law enforcement. The rules as to their use of force and their equipped armaments vary from state to state. They range from crowd control armaments like batons, tasers and pepper spray in Colorado to pistols in Minnesota. Washington, D.C.'s National Guard is activated in its entirety and this particular grouping takes orders from the president rather than the state authorities. People continue to be murdered by police in the protests. In Louisville, David McCarty, a barbecue restaurant owner, was murdered by the police. No body camera footage is available to corroborate police claims that they were returning fire because no body cameras were turned on. In response to this particular piece of news, the police chief of Louisville was fired by the mayor. David McCarty is still dead. It is telling that the country, which had precious little money to respond to COVID-19, has bottomless coffers when it comes to deploying the full might of the state against its citizens and paying overtime for police. 
It's a classic portrayal of the kinds of rights which U.S. citizens enjoy. Abstract rights of political expression and free speech, and then the actual right to be murdered by an out-of-control police force which grew up watching the same kind of disgusting police dramas which still poison the minds of the populace today. No money for personal protective equipment, but money for tear gas. The ruling class of the United States views its country as a battlefield. In a call with governors on Monday, Defense Secretary Mark Esper said, quote, I think the sooner that you mass and dominate the battle space, the quicker this dissipates and we can get back to the right normal, end quote. The use of military language and tactics to control the populace is not new and is part of the problem which civilians have with the so-called right normal. In response to the huge wave of popular protests, the US government has attempted to distract from the problem. In a bizarre play to the evangelical right, US President Donald Trump walks to a church with a Bible in hand. To provide this passage, there was a huge assault on gathered protesters. During this assault, an Australian Seven News cameraman was hit with a tear gas projectile fired by police. In response to this bizarre stunt, Protestants are saying that Trump is doing a Jericho walk. This should be a moment of shame for people of faith. U.S. courts have ruled that Syria and Iran are liable for damages for American citizens who are wounded and killed by Palestinians in Israel, in yet another insult to sovereignty. This isn't the first time U.S. courts have tried this one, and I doubt it will be the last. The U.S. and U.K. imperial mainstream and the confused elements of the left over there and in Australia are all concerned about a proposed law in Hong Kong. According to such media agencies, quote, China's proposed national security law could end Hong Kong as we know it, end quote. That's from CNN. Considering Hong Kong as it lies is a vestigial remnant of UK colonialism. I think that the end of Hong Kong as we know it would be a good thing for Hong Kongers. The usual cohort of pro-democracy United States bootlickers have lined up to whinge about it. U.S. lawmakers are assessing it under the Hong Kong Democracy and Human Rights Act. This is an act for which the aforementioned subaltern imperialists lobbied. Under the act, the United States assesses whether Hong Kong is sufficiently autonomous from China, and if not, sanctions will be applied. This Autonomy actually means how rigorously Hong Kong is advancing the foreign policy interests of the United States of America. Hong Kong must enforce U.S. sanctions, export law and trade policy relating to mainland China to safeguard U.S. business interests. Unfortunately for those business interests, these are the realities of doing business in a space which is being decolonized by the People's Republic of China. Added to this, the United States is weighing in on China's policies toward its own ethnic minorities, namely the Uyghur Muslims in Xinjiang, a topic covered on alternative news in previous months. In essence, East Turkestan separatists have allied with the Sinophobic West over a disagreement about what China should do to manage poverty and terrorism in the northwest of the country, and then how to manage a transition from an agrarian economy 
to a technology-slash-manufacturing economy. Today I saw a claim that there are 2 million Uyghurs in concentration camps in Xinjiang. This is the biggest figure so far. These figures are absolute garbage and should be ridiculed and treated as such. The fact that our media parrots these figures handed down to us from US newspapers and Australian think tanks sponsored by United States weapons manufacturers should really be ringing the alarm bells. These are some of the reasons why I think it is inappropriate to draw parallels between Hong Kong separatist protests and the Black Lives Matter protests in the United States. The aims of the pro-democracy camp of the Hong Kong protesters are the aims of US state. The aims of the Black Lives Matter protests are antithetical to the aims of the US state. It is ignorant to say Black Lives Matter protesters should learn tactics from Hong Kong protesters because the reason Hong Kong protesters fare better is not because of special tactics. It's because the Hong Kong protesters aren't fighting the government of the United States of America, whereas the Black Lives Matter protesters are. The idea that the pro-democracy Hong Kong protests are left-wing is hard for me to understand. The demands of the protesters are withdraw the extradition bill, don't call the protests riots, amnesty for arrested protesters, independent inquiry into police use of force against protesters, and finally, for the chief executive of Hong Kong to resign with new chief executives to be elected. These demands largely address the activities of the protesters themselves. The only democratic demand is the one calling for the election of a chief executive. How about some actual left-wing demands? Affordable housing. The extradition bill should only be for financial crimes. The expansion of existing poverty eradication programs. Sustainable development only. United Kingdom to pay reparations for 150 years of colonialism. How about the end of financial capitalism? How about a 90% tax rate on the 1%? How about a massive expansion of social programs? These demands are absent because they are the demands of the poor and marginalised, and the protests in Hong Kong do not comprise these groups. Being pro-democracy does not mean being left-wing. For instance, the USA is a democracy, but we don't call the USA left-wing. Australia is a democracy, but you wouldn't call us left-wing. The foolish assumption that if there are protesters, they are in the right, has duped the vast majority of the left. Smashing windows doesn't make you left-wing. Now, the protests in the USA, are the protesters left-wing? Are they in the right? What are their demands? There are plenty of smash windows. Are these protests not, in fact, the same as the Hong Kong protests? I think not. Some of the scenes are familiar. Protesters getting beaten, tear gas. These are common across both movements. Black Lives Matter, through their website, have issued the demand to defund the police. Quote, We call for a national defunding of police. We demand investment in our communities and the resources to ensure black people not only survive, but thrive. End quote. The same figures of the US establishment who were lauding the Hong Kong protesters and condemning police violence against them 
are encouraging the brutal response to the protesters in the United States. Police ramming protesters with cars, the National Guard firing at people who are on their porches, ongoing murders by police. These things are not common across both movements. These things are only happening in the United States of America. Why is this? The answer may not shock you. The USA is an authoritarian police state in which you are free to speak your mind, catch coronavirus, become medically bankrupt, and then get shot in the face with a rubber bullet for walking home. But at least it's not communism. To conclude, the Hong Kong protests have more in common with right-wing quarantine equals communism protests than they do the current wave of Black Lives Matter protests in the US sparked by the police murder of George Floyd. This brings me with some chagrin to an appeal for support for this radio station, 3CR. Please donate. You can do so at 3cr.org.au and put your favourite show down too. There is a huge push for donations to Indigenous Lives causes. These causes are highly important. The Campaign for International Cooperation and Disarmament supports these causes, as does 3CR. On the alternative news page on 3CR, I will include a list of Indigenous lives, land and labour causes, which I encourage you to give to. I understand this is a rough time for heaps of us, and my apologies if this is one request too many. Statements in support of the Black Lives Matter cause have come in from around the world. China, Cuba, Venezuela and Iran have all issued statements in support of Black Lives Matter. The issue of systemic racism is a very real one with real outcomes for the oppressed peoples of the world. Among these people are the indigenous people of Australia. Since the 1991 Royal Commission into Deaths in Custody, there have been 432 further deaths, resulting in zero convictions. The abuse is real and is a problem and it must end. Black Lives Matter. You have been listening to Alternative News on 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital and streaming at 3cr.org.au. I've been Zachary Doney for the Campaign for International Cooperation and Disarmament. One more quick reminder that it is Radiothon. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for another issue of Concrete Gang from the CFMEU coming up next. 